The banking sector is one of the more reliable industries in the market as people need them and they've been quite stable. They're also a barometer of our economic growth and in turn, economic progress. So today we're going to talk about the banking sector in the PSEI and with us today is one of our close analysts, uh, Louis Dimacua. Louis, are you there? Yes, good evening, Boss Bonner. Good evening, Boss Alquin. Uh, thank you for having me again here. It's uh, my pleasure and honor. Thank you for uh, taking time out, Louis. And before I forget, my name is Born Detok, and with me is our partner. Good evening, Bonner. Hello. Hello, Louis. Good evening, Boss Alquin. Hello. Yes, uh, we're going to have a, hopefully a very informative talk today about the banking sector and it's uh, how it's doing in the PSE and how it's doing in general. All I'm right. sure many people so, want to know, want to find out. Eh. Okay. Yeah. Let's background or more of a reminder Ulisa listeners. We had Louis before. If you guys remember, he also is in the banking sector. Which one? Uh, eh, sabi niya, wag daw pag-usapan. Kaya sige, wag natin pag-usapan. Which one? Me- oh, medyo sensitive. sensitive <laughs> no problem. No, no problem. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's start off with the, with this question. No? Is the banking sector making it easier or harder for people to do banking during the pandemic? A very nice question, uh, boss. Uh, siguro let's uh, start with uh, well, what we know about what happened with uh, the whole country in general. Uh, well, the whole world in general no? with the pandemic. So since the lockdown, even the banks were closed. However continuity or for in some sec, uh, some quarters they call it business continuity plan there was re- skeletal force uh, workforce that were deployed to to man the uh, important uh, operations of the bank so yeah especially like ATMs although walang lumalabas at that time no but ATMs were still functioning at that time and even the IT systems para for the online banking they were also manned so fast forward to the easing of the lockdown so banking in general some banks uh, resumed their operation although shortened banking hours but uh, and then may iba nagro-rotational basis para hindi hindi crowded yung kanilang mga branches so it's really challenging for both the banking public and the banks themselves to operate during this time of the pandemic that being said um most banks are really doing their best to well not most no I'd, I'd like to say all banks are really doing their best to cope with the the so-called new normal no uh, this is what we call it now and with this uh new normal and then experience natin for most of us on no, the experience of the lockdown most of it was done online yung pa-deliver ka and then you do your payments online the mobile pay- payment system the mobile banking system became the go-to in fact if we look uh, from the perspective of of the banks atm transactions in luzon declined 25% since the onset of the ecq this was march 15 no declined so, you know, declined 
yes, declined the ATM transactions, ah, which means, <laughs> which means, kasi, because no one was going out. I see. Okay. Yes, but then usage of uh, online banking system of banks in general, ah, increased about the average thirty percent during the first month, palang yon of the mm. uh, of the ECQ, <clears throat> no. And this, uh, and the downloading uh, of the app, if you would believe, naging one of the top downloaded apps, among banking apps, both banking. in Google and Andro- oh. <laughs> Android and the uh, App Store. So, which means there is a transition no, from the regular banking, face-to-face or physical banking, to the digital banking now. Now, this is... Uh, where interestingly banks should banks should have for the longest time invested on which is uh online online migration and yung uh, digital uh, or yung online um, payment systems no in terms of do banks make it harder for their clients or the in, for the banking public in general we are still Far away from, let's say, the Western type of banking. No, na most of the banking in the Western countries are done online. Na very few ang ano ang face to face na for the bank. So if you notice, no, in the US they did not have that much problem because of Amazon. Everything was online, so payment was uh, easy for them. Even with the uh, lockdown in the US. Dito sa atin, na may encounter, may encounter na pero kung kaya kailangan bayaran, hindi mo mabayaran. Actually, ako, personal experience namin, we have an existing housing loan with a, with another bank. Unfortunately, auto-debit yung sa amin, but since skeletal for sila, they were not able to do the, parang renew the auto-debit of the bank or for some, for some reason, um, hindi ko maano yung sa reason nila eh. But, it was difficult for us dahil ano nga lockdown you can go to the bank at that time good thing yung first na bayanihan act address this kasi yung mga arrears so walang penalty yung mga na default or mga late payments so mga ganyang klase ng loans no? so with the help of the with the government this was addressed but birth pains in terms of birth pains, medyo flat, the, the banking sector was caught flat-footed on this one kasi hindi nila na address yung ganitong black swan event no. Oh, I think uh, I think many <laughs> industries are in the same are in the same boat hindi lang siguro banking ano. Yeah. Kasi from the people that we talk to uh, na who come from different industries, ganun talaga. Yes, uh, that's right. Talagang flat-footed, <laughs> di ba? You know, pala Louis, uh, we're in the same situation uh, yung house mortgage din namin hindi rin <laughs> oh. hindi, hindi rin ano so we're trying to trash it out with the bank yeah. and uh, ang ang hope ko nga wala walang fees <laughs> penalties yeah. kasi hindi naman natin kasalanan to eh anyway yeah, louis um yeah my question is uh with the migration currently to online banking <clears throat> is this going to affect the the manpower naman of banks in my experience, no, personally, may mga essential personnel pa rin na hina-hire. But as far as retaining the manpower, the workforce for the banking is concerned, 
there is no trenchment or displacement of personnel no banking personnel no at least mm-hmm. from uh, from where i know no okay. may mga there have been some some kakilala ko sa ibang banks na meron daw mga ganito um, they were um, let go some of the ano but for some reason or another no not necessarily because of in general the pandemic or affected yung bank banking operations nung, nung particular bank na yun, no but they're far in between so we in the industry don't consider it as a a problem in terms of employment retention so medyo in that sense status quo yung status quo yes okay. employment sa okay. ano, in general status quo I, uh, i have a follow up question um yes. <laughs> kasi sabi mo uh, nag-increase yung uh, download of banking apps and but does that mean that with the return of the ECQ, yung mga GCQ bumalik na ba yung mga tao sa banks has physical face to face banking returned or nag-increase ba ah uh, yes physical banking is Uh, actually, again, alive in most <laughs> banks. So, Siguro people, people just, they just have to go to the bank. Alam mo yun? Uh, <laughs> kasi ako, may pagkaganon din ako eh. Parang, yeah. if, I, if there are important transactions, I want yes, to do it sa right. bank mismo. Uh, huh? I think it has more, it has to do more with our culture. We are mm-hmm. a personable culture. Yes. Uh, you want to be able to talk personally with real live person hindi yung when you call the hotline recorded line or uh, selection pre-recorded na mga ano because uh, may limitations din ang online banking like for example you need to pay or deposit usually there are ano there are banks that offer real time uh cash deposit on their machines but the, these have limitations because not all banks and not all branches of the banks that offer this this service have these kind of uh, facilities no it's a, like an ATM machine where in, instead of depo- uh, withdrawing you deposit your wow. cash uh, so real time parang ganun di ba yeah actually Luma na yun. So, Luma na ba yun? Oo, oh, ngayon, ano na. Meron ng parang pag uh, nilagay mo yung cash mo, bibilangin na nung machine. Wow. And then it will, ano, it will... Recorded it will, deposit. Yes, so oh, recorded as a deposit uh, real time. Oh, real for time. some banks, it's real time. Yes, so. May mga ganun. But, since yung mga Pilipino, part of our culture din, especially yung mga matatanda na, yung mga old money, no? They're risk averse uh, ganyan kasi paano kung magkamali, paano kung kainin yung pera ko, baka magka-problema pa ako. Those are the usual ano no problem sila. But uh, these facilities are available except that mas gusto talaga ng mga Pilipino na magpunta doon eh, sa banko face to face makausap nila yung teller pero may concern sila and It puts their mind at ease. We have a long way to go kasi I have to admit, kung ikaw, ako, even if I work in the financial industry, I'd still prefer to go face-to-face kasi if I do a certain transaction online, one, may limitation if I need to transfer money to another bank. Mm. May app na ang limitation lang is 50,000 per day ay transfer mo to another bank. 
So if you need to pay off something to another another bank, uh, let's say two hundred thousand, yeah, no, for example. So you need to transfer it four days in tranches of fifty thousand per ah, day. Ah, okay. So that's a, one of the limitations. So both mm. for the online banking and the app. Oh, kasi kung face to face yan, kaya mong in one go. That's right, ah. oh. So especially kung libawa dun sa on the day of the due date or whatever gum na pag-usapan oh. no agreement oh. date no? so yun that's one of the limitations ng app natin no uh, yung mga ganyan or yung online banking natin yung mobile banking yan those are the limitations that force people then to go to the bank and uh, do their transactions there meron ba kayong numbers Louis kung sorry i'm just curious yeah you're sure uh, do you have do you have numbers of, of how many percent-wise of clients are using online or banking apps versus face-to-face? Medyo ano metrics, no, uh, Boss Alpin. One thing that I can tell you with, a, I don't have the figures, but one thing that I can tell you that uh, will give you an idea na nag-increase ang online or mobile banking usage is uh, one, nagka-crash palagi yung mga <laughs> yung mga uh, online banking ah, websites. <laughs> That's one. Two, is uh, malimit na merong advisory ang inyong banko na maintenance. maintenance. Uh, okay. <laughs> and number three, yan, in personal experience, nag-upgrade ng server ang banko nyo. Mm, okay. So, once nag-upgrade ng server yung banko, it means make the capacity, the previous capacity did not, was not able to take, uh, handle. to handle the, oh, the, 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 the volume traffic. of the oh, transactions. Okay. Yes. Oh, so, although another topic to, but uh, the state of our internet actually contributes to this problem. Kasi well, actually, as well. yes. Totoo yun. So, yeah. yun yung major challenges. So. Talking about these ano, online uh, banking, my own experience, the hardest thing to do then was at the very start kung kailan yung kasagsagan ng ECQ. Di ba? Lahat ng tao takot lumbas. But we also have to face reality. Hindi ka na pwedeng basta-basta lumbas, go to the bank, deposit, withdraw, whatever. We're forced to now use yung mobile app. And I cannot use the mobile app without going to the ATM to enter yung kinihing code na pinadala sa akin. So, which means I still have to risk myself going out, go to th- that ATM, punch in whatever number they gave me, bago ko magagamit. Of course, that was the bad side. That's right, boss. The good uh, side now. Yeah, sorry. You're saying. It's okay. Yeah, in that sense, kasi, boss, no? unfortunately, we can't do it away because this is part of the mandate of the BSP for two-part authentication or two double authentication. No? Hindi lang basta nag, ano ka, um, activate ka na or nag-download ka ng app or you activated a service online. Pwede na, no? Another security check or a security feature is uh, you're holding the ATM and you're going to activate it with the uh, with the activation code either emailed to you or sent to your registered mobile phone. No? Even then, may mga nasa scam pa rin, nafi-fish pa rin ng mga ganyang incident. This is uh, part of the two-part authentication system 
na dapat meron dun sa activation ng system na yan, yung services na yan, boss. Oh, okay. So, now, uh, medyo maiba lang tayo ng konti, no? Since alam naman natin uh, that the banks, uh, normally, mga tao, what they do, they avail of their services like savings account, minsan may, t- may ano, um, time deposit. Of course, there are others who also take out loans. Meron pa nga, yun ba, yung UITF. So, here now is something new, kind of new, that uh, itong hindi ko malaman how this now fits in the scene of the banking industry. Kasi ngayon meron tayong emergence of cryptocurrencies. So now how does this compete or complement yung itong mga bank services? Yes, boss. Actually, good question. No? Ito yung tinatawag natin na uh, disruptor. Eh, no? Bitcoin or crypto, uh, cryptocurrency in general is a uh, disruptor. No? Sa ganito, even in the financial sector, it's a uh, disruptor kasi marami siyang ina-upend na mga traditional uh, practices uh, in the financial sector. As far back as 2018, the BSP has already put out a, a guideline. Hindi siya rule. The guideline of the, B, the BSP regarding uh, virtual currency or VC, no? under which um, there are two virtual currency, digital currency, but this one is not, uh, it's still in fiat, uh, in, in peso. Yan. And different to cryptocurrency, no? So the BSP had to differentiate it because there was a confusion na uh, yung e-wallets before uh, and uh, cryptocurrency are the same. So the BSP had to issue a, ano, no? Uh, uh, what do you call this? Uh, uh, guideline lang, no? So for the, for the guideline ng BSP, sabi ni BSP was um, consistent to with the Banco Central of Pilip- ng Pilipinas approach to innovation. The BSP has adopted a balanced approach to VCs, uh, virtual currencies, by allowing the market to develop and subsequently issue responsive regulations. Ayan. So one, so the BSP already made that. They made the warning. The first one they made a uh, circular. Warning Advisory on Virtual Currencies. This was dated on 2014. And then there was another BSP Circular. This is BSP Circular 944 on 2017. Uh, allowing the use of uh, virtual currencies for payments and remittances in the BSP following yung ano, no, formal regulatory framework for VC exchanges. And then um, Advisory on the Use of Virtual Currencies uh, also on December 2017. This one naman was to address yung scam about investing in Bitcoin. Or yung mga, uh, also warning or they're putting some uh, caution on uh, ICOs or your initial coin offering. No, In fact, this is unheard of for the BSP because we think of the BSP as a traditional or pardon the term, no? parang dinosaur type ng regulatory. But for them to actually issue guidelines and even recognize cryptocurrency as early as 2014 or 20, uh, 2014 no? means that the BSP is recognizing 
this type of uh, crypto, uh, this VC or virtual currencies as possible disruptors. No? And more than more importantly, they are actually preventing or uh, protecting the public, more, more appropriately, protecting the public from possible misuse or yung, ano, ano, uh, scam based on cryptocurrency. Dahil it's a new thing maraming na scam dito dahil hindi nila alam kung ano to so which is different nowadays no now let's go to the banks the BSP is open in fact ang ano nila is allowing the market to develop and subsequently uh, issue their responsive regulations internally no for the banks no they're talking about the banks so what is the what is happening on the ground i don't know if you've heard no boss pero merong mga certain banks through their credit card companies that have disallowed funding of uh, crypto exchanges. So before, credit cards can be used to fund your portfolio in a cryptocurrency exchange. Uh, hindi na ako magninim ng bank, pero magninim ako ng exchange. Let's say, for example, Binance. Uh, let's say, I am a Binance user. And mm-hmm. I wanted to finance my, to fund my port in Binance. But doing so through fiat, uh, yung uh, over-the-counter, dahil foreign to, mas mahirap. Isa mong ano dyan is P2P or in peer-to-peer na tinatawag. No? Meron kang, para, para siya yung ano, sarina, pero individual siya. Babayaran mo siya mm-hmm. ng fiat, meron siyang ano, meron siya nung crypto na gusto mo, ilalodge niya dun sa iyong uh, portfolio. So, but, of course, meron din yung scam eh. So, mas ano yung uh, straight from your own account. So before, you can do that with your credit card. And during this pandemic, marami ang nag-crypto. Maraming credit cards ang lumabas na ginagamit sa funding ng portfolio. And these reflect in the credit cards as foreign transactions. So parang overseas yung transaction. Yep. So ito yung nag-flag na, nagre-red flag or nag-trigger ng red flag sa mga transactions. So kung wala ka naman sa abroad, did you make this transaction? You may message ka nung ano mo, nung banko mo, either automated. If you did not make this uh, transaction, please call the hotline, blah, blah, blah. And then pa-block mo yung card mo. So, ngayon, there was an increase in that kind of transactions until the banks made their own uh, investigation and found out that these are indeed actually used for funding portfolio in in the crypto exchanges. No? May bad publicity ang crypto as being used as a vehicle for money laundering. In particular, yung Bitcoin, no? when it started, ginagamit daw to ng Mexican drug cartel, they allegedly. So there was already a bad notion within the financial industry na, ah, ano pala to, it's a vehicle for... Uh, money laundering, hindi natin ma-regulate kasi ano siya, borderless siya. And then pagka from the crypto in exchange to fiat, ano yung paper trail? Wala sila masasabi. I mean, anyone can just say, uh, for in the minds of the banks, anyone can just say, ah, ano yan, nagtitrade ako ng crypto. Even if you are, isipin nila, nagtitrade ka ng crypto, baka money laundering yung ginagawa mo. Interesting. So, so, yun nga, that's the first problem. And most banks, pagka nag-withdraw ka from your crypto account, crypto exchange account, 
and pinadala mo sa account mo, the banks will reject it. Because mm. pagka tinanong ano yung source of funds mo, which is part of the fifilapan natin na uh, mga forms sa uh, pagamay mga risiko remittance or ano. At sinabi mo na ito ay proceeds of ano cryptocurrency profit. Hindi mo tatanggap yung ano mo. We need draw kahit na ilang millions pa yan, no? So the ingenious and uh, maabilidad ng mga crypto traders, they use the P2P or other forms of virtual or yung quasi banking app. Uh, quasi banking, when I say quasi banking, parang yun yan, Gcash. Uh, so yun yung mga ano ngayon no fintech yes yeah fintech na ano quasi banking na ano no so you have on one hand the BSP telling the market with the regulations and their guidelines to allow the market to develop and uh, subsequently issue responsive regulations but the BSP is looking at the approach approaching it with innovation and then on the other hand you have the players the banks outright shutting the door on cryptocurrency so may okay. may disconnect no mm. if you look at it but unfortunately the bsp is still quiet on the actual actual regulations uh, governing cryptocurrency not that i know of na meron ngayon because the main concern of the banks are is actually the amla yung money laundering and terrorist financing no yun yung mm-hmm pinaka main concern niya because ang amla natin eh yes so, uh, very strict no in fact no bumalik tayo dun sa gray air uh, gray ano gray list ng oh, oh, international uh, oh. <laughs> international money laundering council no so which ayun uh, mas mahirap na in my opinion that doesn't have that that does not have anything to do with uh, cryptocurrency in fact i don't think since the banks don't accept cryptocurrency remittances or remittances coming from cryptocurrency uh, portfolios, I don't think there will be anything that will reflect from coming from cryptocurrency because of that, ano, no? uh, yung gray area na yun. So that's another topic. But yun nga, going back, for the banks, ayaw nila na matag sila or ma-flag sila for yan money laundering because uh, these are automated systems na pagka na flag yan automatically uh, remittance kami overseas uh, remittance uh, or wire transfer pag na flag na yan sa system BSP has a way of ano eh, checking and uh, uh, getting the report of uh, the AMLA the AMLC the AM, AML or anti money laundering uh, unit of the bank has to reply to the BSP if they have uh, questions about this remittances, no? That's the fact na... Ay, sorry, last na boss. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That's the fact, boss, na ano eh. This was brought about by the the biggest money, ano, online Bangladesh. hacking. Bangladesh, <laughs> uh, Bangladesh. Mentioning, yes, exactly. Without mentioning the bank, malaki yung ano, eh, uh, impact nun dun sa psyche ng financial industry in general. So ayun boss. Okay. So ngayon no kasi like you said earlier tong si cryptocurrency whether it's Bitcoin or Ethereum and probably mga ibang popular diyan like lately sabi nga Elon Musk puts money in Dogecoin. Oy mga Tapos, meme meme ganun, no? coins. 
in a way, this is a bit ignorant for the question, but humor me. If I was trading cryptocurrency, tapos napunta dun sa, ano, sa account ko sa bank, because it's mm. virtual, how can I withdraw the money from, uh, if, ano, if it uh, was representing money, how can I withdraw my cryptocurrency? I- is there a way? Yeah, like I said kanina, no, boss, most of the ones I know na nagkikrypto uh, use the P2P. Uh, dalawa yung ano nila, either P2P or yung quasi-banking na apps, no? So, yun yung ano nila, no? Um, mode or yung medium of ano nila, payment and withdrawal. That being said, medyo... Uh, limited no? um, yung options natin. But it works. I, I think it, it works for most of the crypto traders. Uh, ganun yung ginagawa lang. Because otherwise, I don't think uh, they're trading crypto and hindi rin nila, nila magagamit yung gains nila with fiat, which is in the end, fiat din naman yung gagamitin nila. I don't think I don't think it will ano, it, they will they will hassle themselves na oh, oh na pasok sa crypto. Oh. Yes, uh, they they maabilidad yung mga yan, boss. Dapat oh. maaarap sila ng way. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go back to the to the the more conventional trading naman. Many banks ngayon, they have their own brokerages. I think most of them are online brokerages. Uh, naman yung online brokerages uh, aspect of the the banking sector. Uh, sige, iyano natin yung common misconception ng general public, no? Most of the big banks have their own, what do you call this brokerage firm, no? They have their mm-hmm. own trading arm, no? While this is uh, na natin, let's say for example, uh, BDO has BDO Securities. Metrobank has First Metro Securities and uh, BPI has uh, BPI Securities or BPI Trade if you do it online, di ba? These are actually distinct and separate entities from ah, the okay. mother oh, bank. Yes, so, yes, yes. So, oh. they they carry the brand name. Mm-hmm. Uh, they carry the the logo, the brand, the name. But they're distinct and separate from the operations of the bank. The bank per se does not engage in trading uh, that is strictly prohibited by mm-hmm. okay. uh, BSP rules. BSP rules. Oh, the, the brokerage firms are put up by the banks uh, in order to capture a market because there's mm-hmm. also, also money in trading and investing, yes. or stock investing. Mm-hmm. And this is big money. So that said, it would be foolhardy for a bank that will not go uh, and set up its own brokerage firm because money is just there waiting to be taken mm-hmm. instead na iba pang banko ang kukuha niyan which definitely may kukuha ang ibang banko dyan sila na lang yung gumawa but these are distinct and separate entities from the bank uh, pero, so, pero, yeah. Yeah. pero Louis so, so ang pinaka advantage lang is that it, may integration in a manner of speaking Ay, kasi like for example if if uh, I trade with, uh, let's say, First Metro, 
I will need a Metro Bank account. Parang ganon. And that, vice versa. Right. Eh. Oh. From as as a standard practice for the banks, no. As long as you have an account, regardless ko ano yung account mo, if let's say it's a passbook account with a higher balance or just as a simple ATM account na malit lang yung maintaining balance. As long as you have an account with any of these banks with brokerage firms, uh, you are free. Uh, no maintaining balance ka na dun sa iyong, ah, okay. sa iyong ano, no, trading account. Unlike, uh, let's say, you go to a traditional brokerage firm, some could charge as low as 5,000 or 10,000. Some can charge as high as 50 or 200,000 ata. Yun yung ano, no? Parang yun yung dapat na laman ng trading account mo. What? But for the banks, since na sa kanila na yan, and kumbaga kabig na nila yung kung ano may trade mo, mapupunta na rin yan sa bank in, in one way or another pag nag-out ka uh, or nag-cash uh, in ka nung iyong mga possible na stock profit mo, no? So they don't give a... Uh, a high initial balance or high maintaining broke uh, stock trading balance. No? But oh, I, I find it, I know, I find it convenient. Then, <laughs> uh, actually, uh, yes, uh, yun yung isang advantage ng bank one uh, uh, lesser KYC kasi clear uh, ka na ng banko, pwede mo nang i-open yung account mo online, mm. and then meron ka na kagat trading account two. KYC is uh, know your know your customer. Yeah. Uh, medyo mas lenient. Mas lenient po. Oh. Hindi naman non-existent. Mas lenient. Oh. Then number two, yung ease of, ano, uh, ease of transfer. Oh, oh, you yun. can easily transfer from your savings account to your trading account uh, same with the same bank and vice versa. Kung yung, ano mo, yung settle, settlement account mo with your uh, trading account is also your ano, your own personal uh, savings account or personal bank account with the bank no mm. uh, however yeah we have to point out na the brokerage firms are quickly catching up with the banks on this one no kasi how ngayon, so, how so? Mm-hmm. yeah um, without naming the, any brokerage firm no there's a, there sure. are brokerage firms that offer same day withdrawal Oh, may cut off lang. Ah, may cut off lang sila. May cut off sila. Let's say parang 12 o'clock ata o 2 o'clock o after settlement siguro 2 o'clock, no? Mm. And then you made your request before on or before the cut off. Uh, end of day parang 6 o'clock ata credited na sa account mo yung ano, yung withdraw mo. So some That's of good. the brokerage yeah, some of the brokerage firms are actually catching up on this. Kasi they know they are at a disadvantage. Ayaw nung uh, yung iba, iba talaga sinasabi, eh, pag kailangan ko mag-withdraw, tagal mag-withdraw sa inyo, parang T plus 3, di ba? Uh, competition <laughs> yan, competition. Uh, so, the, some of the brokerage firms are catching up. Unfortunately, the banks, if they want to retain yung mga ano na to, they have to upgrade or step up yung mga brokerage nila. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, tama yung sinabi mo because... We're not gonna names, but uh, merong isang bank. The only description I can give them is malaki sila. The, uh, this bank has a brokerage also. Pero ang, ang, if I remember it correctly, parang ang trato nila sa brokerage nila is like uh, bonus lang yan. Eh. Whether they make money on it, 
Iba usapan. Eh, paano yung ano? Paano yung mga clients ng brokerage yon? Yes, actually, um, that is a downside ng ibang banks with a brokerage firm, no? Since na parang prestige ang ano eh, badge of prestige ang sarili kang brokerage firm, hindi siya nabibigyan ng full attention. Let's say, for example, like... Uh, ang business nito is just a brokerage firm. They don't have any anything to do, uh, any choice but to uh, improve and give the best service that they can because they are just a brokerage firm. No, so that actually that is true. So if you would actually notice, in terms of performance, online even ano eh, even uh, even uh, yung traditional brokers or brokerage firms that are owned by banks don't actually get good marks when it comes to trading and stock investing services. Well, it, it's a dollars and cents kasi malit ang kita nila. So parang malit din ang tingin sa kanila, parang ganun. Pero eh, I don't think, yes, I don't think that's right din naman kasi... Yeah, that, that's uh, right, no? Uh, that's, that's correct kasi it's a disservice to the investing public, no? To the oh. people who are... Ano, Uh, they'll, they'll never they'll never increase participation in the market with that they'll never uh, increase their client base if, if that's the attitude diba that's that's right in fact maraming ano no if you, you, you just go to social media and you will see kung sino yung mga binabash ng mga <laughs> mga netizens mga trade mga online traders no pagka merong isang hot stock na biglang nagka-crash yung kanilang mga brokers Pakikita mo kung sino yung mga binabash nila. Siguro, they're not pouring in uh, the resources needed to keep up with their client base. They're only content on a certain level of service orientation. They don't bother to uh, make the service better. Baka ganun eh. I'm not saying na that's the case. I, I'm just speculating here. Um, yeah, ako rin, boss, speculate lang din. <laughs> Kasi our speculation naman is based on very basic observations. Eh. So True. If, the, uh. if these things didn't happen, we wouldn't be, you know, talking about it, speculating about it. So sayang din, I mean, you know, it's a disservice na. I agree. Actually, ano, no, if uh, this, this should be an opportunity uh, for, for the banks with their own brokerage firms to actually step up their game. Kasi by all accounts, maraming maraming tao during the time of the pandemic that uh, exactly. turned to turned yes. to stock trading yes and exactly. uh, it should have been uh, something that uh, that the, these banks should have seen as an opportunity oh nagcapitalize sana sila exactly oh kasi oh. well as as usual as we always say competition always benefits the consumer if they're not going to step up their game Iba yung makikinabang dun sa... Oo, pero, ano pero ang nature ng competition kasi, one bank takes one big step in to to upgrade their services, sunuran na naman. <laughs> diba? Gaya Ay, na naman. Ay, nako. Uh, pero first and foremost, dapat na upgrade ng mga banks dyan platform. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, very, very basic eh. Uh, uh, basic talaga. Let's do something with Louie. Since we are talking about the banking sector and we are trading PSE, 
Louis, what do you think about uh, the banking sector in PSE? Ah, like, ano, no? I agree with our introduction. The banking sector is the barometer of uh, uh, the growth uh, of the economy. But what, what you can see if we look at the charts, basically the PSEs uh, or the banks, the banking sector, the financial services sector is following the the PSE in terms of uh, PSEI, in terms of uh, price action. For now, fundamentally speaking, uh, Medjo, there's a, uh, I think there's a lot of pressure in the banking sector. No? One, just last May, no? May, ang inflation rate natin was uh, 4.5. If I'm not mistaken, parang medyo wala pa, wala pa tayong lumalabas for month uh, for half uh, first half 2021 you know so the last first half wala pa wala pa yeah yeah so 4.5 ang uh, inflation rate natin as of may and the target of the government was to keep it down at 2 or 4% and 4.5 is actually that 0.5% is in terms of uh, inflation and on a national scale, malaki yung major, uh, oh, 0.5%. Yes, no? So, yes. what, what, is it, what is the effect of this in general sa atin? So, if you have inflation, uh, a large inflation rate like 4.5, ibig sabihin, people are spending too much. No? Mm. So, if people are spending too much, the government has to rein in, the or the BSP, the regulators have to rein in spending to keep down the interest uh, sorry the inflation rate and one of the ways to to rein in inflation is actually to increase interest rates but increasing interest rates at this time is a uh, not healthy not wise. considering <laughs> yeah not wise considering na meron tayong problem with loans mm. and when we talk about loans you talk about the non-performing loans of the Philippine banks. And non-performing loans of Philippine banks from 2020, uh, it tripled to 4.6%. That's in 2020, yeah? from 2019, which was 1.7% non-performing loans for the banks. In, this is for the whole banking sector. So that's a triple I- increase from the previous year. no? Non-performing loans... Para dun sa mga hindi nakakaalam, no? in layman's term, ito yung mga pinautang ng banko na hindi kumikita dahil hindi nababayaran. Okay. So, they're non-performing. So, from 1.7% in 2019, it became 4.6% in 2020. Now, in terms of ano, uh, meron yan, ano, ano, meron provision for NPL ang mga banko. This is well-secured. So, walang mangyayari na bank run or default sa mga banko because these are covered by many percentages over dun sa projection nila. No? In, terms of, ano, uh, in terms of the healthy, are the banks healthy? Yes, they can cover these NPLs. But in terms of addressing yung, uh, like I said, no, inflation, the, the BSP is in a bind na hindi namin pwede increase yung yung ano yung interest rate kasi it will increase the interest rate which is already the banks are are already under very uh, strenuous uh, circumstances to to ano no to keep these NPLs down so pag increase mo yung 
yung interest rate you're actually oh, oh you're actually putting more strain on the banks to uh, more pressure on the banks yes, to, oh, oh. so that's why the BSP was wise enough to just let leave the, it untouched yes leave it as it is for the meantime okay. no how do I like the the banking sector? Not much, <laughs> okay. Because it's a uh, fundamentally the the situation with this pandemic is still very much felt. Not with the not with the potential of the banks, uh, in terms of earnings, but in so much as the regulations are concerned. Of course, the banks are highly regulated entities. No, uh, it's a highly regulated industry. Their regulators to them, they, they would have to follow. And if this has to do with improving the economy, they have to follow it. But on one hand, no, this is a thing. All of this will come together, you know. This one, no, the Black Swan event, the pandemic, no, everyone moving towards uh online banking or uh, doing away with or less lessening the face-to-face banking, doing a doing with mobile banking and the last one is actually adoption or adoption of cryptocurrency no? i am going to place my bet on which bank can actually capitalize on these four aspects yung tinatawag natin na disruptor no the game changer no i actually have one bank in mind na yeah. <laughs> embracing this pero hindi siya nagre-reflect dun sa sa chart. Pwede ba pangalanan to, boss? <laughs> oh, unless gusto mong iwang blind item yan. Oh, sige, blind item na lang natin. Okay. <laughs> but this one, hindi siya major bank. Actually, I'll stay away from the major banks for this one because uh alam mo ano, they say na ano, they're too big to move around. Fail. No? Uh, uh, to, too big well, to not really to fail, but ah, okay. in terms of innovation, they're already ah, okay. too top-heavy. Okay. <laughs> they have dinosaur na. Uh, oh, dinosaur na, boss. Exactly, dinosaur na. Once the vaccination rates go up, and because for me, the going up of vaccination rates is uh, might be a sign, I'm just guessing again, uh, it might be a sign that we are more or less on the road to some sort of recovery na rin. Do banks usually lead the recovery in the market or in the PSE or or lag or lagging sila? Uh, actually, we had a discussion about this ni Boss Bonner kanina. No? But ako, my, my opinion is uh, banks usually, being the barometer of the economy, they usually lead the way pagdating sa recovery, no? Ah, okay. Um, that's my opinion. Like, um, all the market crashes na nangyari and the, the most recent one, yung, pina, ano ko, yung 20, 2008, first ones that uh, recovered after the whole hysteria died down was actually the banks. The banks. They led, okay. oh, they, they led the way. Kasi they are the, ano eh, they are the crux of economic activity eh. Mm. Lahat ng transaction mo, whether remittance yan or local na transaction, they will pass through the bank. So it will, ano, no? they, they, facilitate the, they facilitate the transactions of the economy. No? So I, I, in my opinion, at least, I think it's the banks that will, it's, it's the banking sector that will lead the way. Kasi if you will look, no, uh, we are generally a consumer economy. Pero kung titignan mo, hindi 
hindi humupa yung uh, tawag dito, hindi nag-wane yung consumption natin in terms of ano no, tawag dito sa commodity, basic commodities no, yung the consumer ano. Kung tutuusin nga, in fact, ano ang ano ang pinakamagandang barometer mo or gauge mo na hindi nag-wane ang consumerism or ang consumer economy dito sa Pilipinas. Katatapos lang, boss. 7.7. Ayun. Ayun. Uh, online shopping. <laughs> exactly. Hindi nag... Kung walang... Kung walang... Hindi tayo consumer economy, maniniwala ka ba na meron pang 7.7 kung hindi hindi naman necessity yung mga pinagbibili dyan? <laughs> diba? And every month, even during the pandemic, may tuloy-tuloy siya. In fact, lumakas pa ang mga online... Uh, selling activities, online commerce activities nung pandemic. Di ba? Yes. Kasi, so, where, do, where does this all translate to? <laughs> Saan na, na pupunta tong pera na to na, na tina, uh, back and forth ina, ano, sa online market? Banko din. The banks. Yes, exactly. So, the crux of the economic activity is the bank. So, kung tutusin, di ba? Tignan mo, consumer, ano, Consumer na mga stocks, RHI, Pure Gold, they're not actually doing very well. If you think na dapat sila yung maglilid ng way dahil consumer economy tayo. Hindi eh. Thank you, Louie. So I guess that was a very informative take on what the banking sector uh, is really uh, supposed to show us na tayong mga consumers, hindi natin talaga tinitingnan in that way. Because, I don't know, do we really take banks for granted? Medyo, no? <laughs> Pwede. Oh, Kasi, pero, pero it's very important. I think bank, yeah. banking yes. sector is important. Yes. Sige, boss. Nakakalimutan ko, no? Yung inaano ko. Basta, yung sa banking sector, anyone who can lead the way dun sa addressing to mga current concerns na to, I'm going to place my money on that. Oh, ano, on that winner, yun, winner. Because um, the first one, the first one to embrace etong cryptocurrency, the the BSP does not necessarily say na bawal she. Ang sinasabi lang ng BSP, as long as uh, you have regulations in place, yung for the yung local regulations, AMLA, yan yung terrorist funding. As long as you have those safeguards intact, pwede kayo magano. Pwede kayo mag-accept ng mga cryptocurrency transactions because this is part of the innovation. And Pero, they don't have any choice. Kasi sa US, all the banks are actually accepting cryptocurrency. Ang problema lang, Louie, may, may nakausap ako ng ano eh, uh, business journalist on this. Hindi ko na sabihin ko sino. Ang sabi niya, eh, kung ang ang short selling ah wala pa sa PSE crypto pa <laughs> ah yun yun, yun lang yun boss lang, <laughs> i think if you set aside the PSE if the banks lead the way i think the PSE can follow what that's do you right. think diba feeling ko yes, ganun yes. eh oh, that's eh. right oh, boss kasi parang ano eh parang the PSE will just take note na lang of the wants and needs of the market and if the market is already there sa kanila papatulan sa kanila uh, papasukan I think lang. Agree, yeah. I agree, I agree uh, with you, boss. Anyway, thank you, Louie, for your time. Uh, thank you very a, much, boss. boss Alvin, boss Bonner. Dami ko natutunan yun. <laughs> we hope to see you again in the future. Thank you for having me, and I hope uh, I can join you again in one of sure, your podcasts. Sure.
Sure. Definitely. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, boss, that was an interesting talk on the banking sector. Medyo during the pandemic, naging, naging vital kasi yung, yung sector na yan because we all did our transactions online and we mm. needed, we need, uh, syempre, we needed to transact with the banks, whether to withdraw or to deposit, di ba? Yeah, kahit na ECQ or whatever status na ng quarantine, life must go on. We had to to do our banking uh, online na. We, we we couldn't go to the site itself, not the bank itself, but tuloy lang. May babayaran ka mga kailangan babayaran. I think that's what I what I learned during the pandemic about banking. Uh, and maybe from our talk na with Louie na, you know, I think uh, online banking, mobile banking is here to stay. We're probably going to continue this for the next couple of months. And I think if you ask me, I will... As much as I can, uh, majority of my transactions will be online na and, and through the mobile app. Uh, even before naman the pandemic, I was it was that way na. But sometimes I just get um, antsy. I want to transact face-to-face. Pero I think after this pandemic, that's all going to be, <laughs> going to be gone. Actually, uh, the same holds true sa akin. Uh, even if, say... Now we can move around. You can go visit the bank and uh, do your transactions there. Kahit ako, nag-shift na yung uh, majority ng transactions ko online. Although, tuloy pa rin. Like, uh, if you have to issue a check, go ahead. Kasi, like sinabi nga ni Louis kanina, banks do have a limit as to how much you can transfer in a day. So if the limit was say fifty thousand, eh, yung babayaran mo more than that. Mm, you mean you know, online? You, how can you how can you just wait fifty thousand today, fifty thousand tomorrow? Ipano kung due date mo today mismo, and you're supposed to pay more than fifty thousand. Hindi mo pwede online lang. I think the banking sector will, <laughs> well, but they have to adapt to mga things like that at some point in time, because. The pandemic is teaching us nga na transacting digitally is is more the way to go now. Eh. And speaking of the banking sector in the PSE, it's now time for our weekly outlook of the Philippine oh, yeah. Stock Exchange, the index. So take it away, Bonner. All right, the index. Well, last week we said there's a chance aket ang index to above 7000 kasi it previously closed at 7002 slightly above 7000 we did say yes there could be a chance but we felt hindi siya matutuloy why because we were looking at the bearish divergence in the macd it was telling us may ibabagsak to what happened last week was it did go up Actually, hindi siya masyadong malayo, no? It actually opened at a high of 7,064, which oh. was oh, which was uh, a recent high. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not the highest of the year. But it was a recent high from itong pagbagsak close to 6,000. 
unfortunately, Jensen nag-umpisa and ang ending niya, lower than 7,000. Patay tayo dyan. And after that, it has not recovered yet. Nung Friday, it had a low of 6,745. In short, short term nito, pabagsak. Although, medyo tinitingnan ko rin yung galaw niya nung Friday. Kasi it's possible that it had a one-day reversal. So, there is that possibility babawi ang index the following week. But the way it looks, baka sandali lang yan. Kasi hanggang ngayon, yung sinasabi ng MACD sa atin, meron pa rin eh. Tuloy pa rin ang bagsak eh. So, the momentum is still there. In fact, pabuka yung dalawang line, which isn't good. Kasi yung fast line, lalong babagsak. So, the way this looks, maybe. I think we are now looking at a support where the three moving averages are. Ang lalapit ng tatlo, it is a range between 6.645 to 6.668. That's what we're looking at now. So thank you very much, Bonner, for your weekly outlook. And that is our episode for this week. This is Alquid Papa saying good luck this trading week. And always remember, knowledge is always a good investment. And this is Bonner Detalk. I'd also like to say good luck on our trades this week because I don't think it's going to be any better than the previous week. But you never can tell. <laughs> so I'm reminding you, the trend is your friend. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>